again, everybody. It's Greg Thompson from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And welcome back to the Liner Notes podcast. If you become a regular listener of Liner Notes, you know that this podcast is where we take the time to have in-depth conversations with a wide range of musical artists. For this edition of Liner Notes, we're thrilled to welcome Lindsay Lawler back to the podcast. And as we shared with you during our debut episode, Lindsay has become a true friend of the trucking industry. Now, folks, if you were at the Mid-America Trucking Show or you've been to any of the industry events for drivers over the past few years, you know that Lindsay has taken the time to get to know trucking professionals. And you guys also know that Lindsay's music, which includes her songs Highway Angel, One Mile at a Time, and He Loves the Road have resonated with the nation's men and women behind the wheel. Now, if you guys heard our debut edition of Liner Notes, you know that Lindsay is in the process of releasing a limited number of standalone single recordings periodically throughout 2022. And during this edition of the Liner Notes podcast from Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo, we'll be talking with Lindsay about her latest single, the very deep and powerful song, I'm Okay which was released on Friday, April 29th. In addition to having the opportunity to hearing the song I'm Okay during the podcast, we'll talk with Lindsay about the process that she went through to bring I'm Okay to life. And we'll also talk with Lindsay about how I'm Okay has the power to make a positive impact on those who find it difficult to be okay given the challenges of what they are facing in their everyday lives. We caught up with Lindsay at her home in the Nashville area through a Zoom connection. Lindsay Lawler is back with us on Liner Notes. Lindsay, it's great to see you again and it's wonderful to talk with you. I'm back. I love that high note that you just hit. That was great. <laughs> I thought it sounded more evil in my head. <laughs> she has returned. <laughs> you and I saw each other at Matt's on the stage the day that we announced Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo. Yeah. Tremendous moment in my career and in my life. To me, it was like a life-changing moment. And to have you sitting right there next to me, a very comforting soul. I'm up there in front of all of Matt's. Not even to mention that we're going out worldwide over the air on Sirius XM. Thank you for being there. Yeah, that was fun. That was obviously the first convention to be back in several years. I forgot how much energy it takes. But it was actually good to have that break and come back because before I would like go and do everything. And you realize with COVID that we need some quiet time, at least I do. So the break has caused me to like be more present, I think, at the convention. And then I went home and rested. I didn't do 39 events while I was there. So it was a good life lesson for me so I could be present because being on the air at six in the morning and then walking the floor and shaking hands, it takes a lot out. So I was able to be more present and it was very enjoyable. Well, as we mentioned in the opening, we're here to talk about your continuing project of releasing singles during 2022 on a periodic basis. And based on the conversation we're having right now, and based on the past couple of years, it's the perfect song because, as I mentioned, I was up there at Matt sitting next to you. I was pretty nervous about this. This was a big deal for all of us, big deal for me. Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, was being announced. I'd worked on Pod Wheels for six years, and Radio Nemo and my company had been talking for the last year, and we've arrived at this, and we're all very excited. But still, when you're announcing something that's live, it's a little nerve-wracking. 
But sitting next to you and having talked with you before, just being among friends there at Matt's and their audience, I knew that I was okay. The title of your song is I'm Okay. It is a very appropriate song for the times that we live in. We've gone through, as you mentioned, two years of COVID. We're working our way out of it. Everybody's making adjustments. It's been stressful. It's been tough. It's been hard to be okay. Let's talk about your song, I'm Okay. Yeah, being human is just sometimes very hard if you haven't worked through some of your own stuff. So my song, I'm Okay, and I'll touch on it a little bit, but while it is very personal to me and kind of how it was inspired and written based on something I went through, but that being said, I definitely feel like I channeled this song, I feel like for sure, and my hope is it can be a little more general for people, like mental health and just checking in with yourself and staying present because we all had a lot of time alone with our thoughts these past couple of years. And so taking that, and I think some people either really did some healing and some personal growth work or went the other extreme and just drank in a closet. I don't know, <laughs> one of the two, maybe a little bit of both. But I think that now we've done that work, we've had that alone time and now we're merging back into the world again and seeing people. So balancing those two things, we went from like a hard left back to a hard right. So it's kind of all over the place. As you said, we have gone a lot of places and we've experienced things that we've never experienced. That has taken a toll on us. We've all got some mileage to us, whether we've been fortunate enough not to contract COVID or we've gone through COVID or we've lost a loved one or a friend through COVID. There's just been a lot that's happened. It's a lot of intensity. And Lindsay, I've lived for 60 years and I've heard a lot of music in that time. And I have to tell you, of all the songs that I've heard that are three minutes or less, your song, I'm Okay, is one of the most impactful, powerful songs that I've ever heard. Wow. Well, thank you. That's a bold, amazing compliment. I think that a lot of times in songwriting, we write for specific projects or reasons, or obviously we're writing to get a response and how many people are going to hear it and what's the popularity of it. And this song was not written with any of that intention. This song was written for my own self, for my own healing with no care for what would come of it. And I think that's probably why it's made the most difference when we take that, how many likes is it gonna get and take that out of the picture and just create from a space of healing and artistic creativity. And that's what this was. And I think it's why it's definitely the most profound thing I've ever done. And hopefully now, a year later, will be the most impactful. We'll see, but I appreciate you saying that because that's my hope. If I'm gonna put it out, which I am, and we have the song coming out in video because a lot of people close to me are like, what is this song about? And so I'm having to like talk through it to people very close to me. I kind of came to the point where I, if I'm going to do this and put this out, then I just want to be very transparent about it and let it be a place of comfort for people. If this body could talk, would you want to hear what it's saying? See the toll it's taken Cause it's taken a lot To find a way through this darkness And hide this heartless And get out of my head, get out of my own way Tell myself again, but believe it this time It's okay, I'm okay Okay, I'm okay. 
touches me That finds it hard to believe the sun still shines Even when the skies are gray And so I keep waking up Remember to breathe somehow Put my drink down And get out of my head, get out of my own way Tell myself again, but believe it this time It's okay, I'm okay, okay could tuck but would you want to hear what it's saying okay I'm okay I'm okay okay we're back now on the liner notes podcast from pod wheels powered by radio nemo Greg Thompson back with Lindsay Lawler, who's our special guest for this episode and Lindsay we just heard your song I'm okay and wow I was absolutely blown away. So let's dive into this. Folks have now had a chance to hear this. It's deep. Let's go inside of I'm Okay. Yeah. Well, the easiest way for me to kind of tell you where I wrote it from without having to go into detail is just to say from a personal standpoint, especially because the song is coming out in April and the video comes out in April and this podcast is coming out in April, that April happens to be completely coincidentally, I didn't realize it when I chose to release it in April, but April happens to be National Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So there's that. So that's the easiest way for me to tell you without having to tell you too much more about where my inspiration or healing came from to write the song. That being said, I don't want to ultimately make it about that because I wrote the song to heal from something I went through. But I also think that this specific incident for me, the song and the project has become way bigger than that. And it's just made me kind of look back at all of life in general, which I don't want to be somebody who looks back and questions certain things, but it is a wake up call. There's a lot of times in life where I can be like, was that okay? Was that okay? Was that okay? The biggest takeaway want for people is to know as long as you can remain present and not check out, there's so many ways in this world that we can check out and space out and zone out whatever it is that you use to check out and not just focus and deal with what's happening. And that's kind of the takeaway I want for the whole song is just to remain present and then you won't get lost. (laughs) Like I said, this being awareness month of it, I also want to let a lot of women and men know that they are not alone. And I've kind of held on to something for several years that now I feel much better talking about. But I know there's a lot of people that hold on to things, whatever it is, whatever trauma or negative experience they went through that they can sometimes hold on to their entire life. And that'll eat up at you and just eat you alive, quite literally. So I just hope that everybody has somebody they can go to or feels comfortable just to be able to get stuff out because you can't hold on to things. It will drive you crazy, especially if you're stuck in a pandemic for two years alone. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for sharing not only the song, but the context for the song. I know that it's one thing to write it down, 
It's one thing to start working on it, working it up as a song. It's another thing to truly record it, to perform it. And then it's a whole other thing to release it and then start to talk about that. There's two things, and I mentioned this to you before we started recording. I knew that this was a deeply personal song. I had never heard it until the other day, but the first thing I heard the first thing that really resonated with me was that you took a deep breath before you started singing the song. And then when we get to, I believe, the second verse, the key lines in there, taking care of yourself, finding a way to take care of yourself. You tell people through the song, remember to breathe. And whether it's an experience that you went through and others like you have gone through, or it's a pressure of the pandemic, it's mental health, it's emotional health, it's physical well-being. It's about taking that time to breathe. Yeah, I think a lot of times people are like, well, oh, I don't have that big a problem. So my problem isn't big enough or whatever it is. And it's all relative from the most horrific things that we hear out there that people go through down to your little like, I just feel alone or I feel scared or whatever it is. Everybody's emotions and feelings and what they're going through are viable. I think nothing's too big or too small to not stop and say, I need to address this and just take a pause, take a beat for myself. I didn't realize until very recently. I have a toddler too, so my time when I get to actually check out and take that moment is few and far between. It's a reset, like a deep breath, like checking in with yourself. Every day at 10 a.m., my phone dings and it just says, check in with yourself. And I just do a quick pause and breathe and it's just like a mental reset, but it's sort of changed my life. <laughs> I love that. I think a lot of us have retreated during the pandemic because we had to. And then you find ways to become more productive, cram your time, and then you don't have any space and you don't have time to reflect. And when you have something that is a trauma in your life, or a hurdle that it takes time to heal. It takes time to focus. It takes time to be okay. It does take time to be okay. <laughs> this kind of just popped in my head, which is sort of interesting. I think a lot of people don't share their stories because they're worried about who else they'll hurt in it. And it's like, there's other people involved and who they're going to hurt. Or it's like, once you take your own time to heal from your own stuff, but then you tell other people, it's like, you have to go back through it again. And then you're worried about what their reaction is going to be, whether it's family or friends or whatever. There's just so much that goes into voicing it. But with this so far, everyone's given me the grace to be really general about it which is kind of awesome. Like I don't need to go relive things or just get into specific details. I've done that. There's been a lot of options on how I wanted to go about dealing with this. And for me, this is how I did it. I took to my platform and my art. I don't have to be specific or make it any more uncomfortable than it has to be. It can just be this, I'm okay in the sentiment and that be kind of the biggest reminder piece of it, if that makes sense. It does. And it fits with the times because when we look at our times, I'm sure as you went through the process of reliving those details, talking to support groups and doing the things that you needed to do to heal yourself, you found that you're not alone. It happens more than people want to admit. It and does. Quite frankly, as I've even talked to other women and friends, like some of my closest friends I found out have these scenarios that I didn't know about until I started sharing the song with them, which is crazy to me because that just goes back to that what people hang on to and just pretend they're okay rather than actually being okay. And there's a big difference. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the next place I want to go. Because as you just said, if somebody asked me and I'm having a bad day, hey, I'm okay, but are you really okay? Now, when we're talking about something like you've experienced or anything that is emotionally stressful, mentally taxing, and we're not okay, 
but there's still that, I don't want to call it a stigma, or there's a feeling that I don't want to burden somebody else. I don't want to dive into it right now, but it's all right to tell people that you're not okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not okay. We don't have to talk about it, but I'm not okay. <laughs> That'll be my next song. The follow-up time. Okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> And Lindsay, one of the things I hope that you find that's going to be super cool about this song, and I think you're already experiencing it, is the fact that you've had girlfriends come up to you and go, wow, that speaks to me too. This is something that can inspire people. This is something that can uplift people. Again, having to go through what you went through, I'm sorry that happened to you. It's horrific. At the same time, to come out on the other side and to be able to channel that and to put something together in your song, I'm Okay, and you're sitting there going, oh my God, now that we've got some context to speak to other people and you're going out on other platforms to talk about this, this piece of art that you've created has the power to inspire people, to uplift people. Was that ultimately what drove you to say, all right, I'm not only going to write this, I'm not only going to record it, but I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. Even like I mentioned before, it was definitely not on my radar when we wrote it. I was at a songwriting retreat. I happened to have the time and space to write the song and we did. That was a little over a year ago. And we went and recorded a version that was more of a rock version. And I think that was, again, my way of not fully addressing what it needed to ultimately be. We came in and I was like, I want it to be somewhere between Every Breath You Take by The Police and Zombies by The Cranberries. And that's what this version we did kind of came out with. And it's cool, but it's not the impact of how it ended up turning out ultimately. So I had that version. I was like, this isn't right. And I uh, did another version with Chris Roberts, who I wrote it with, and Mark Evitz, who plays fiddle for me, but it's a brilliant arranger and composer. He made it come to life in what it is now that just is like a movie score. He added some elements like in the chorus where he said, I just wanted that chorus when it hits to feel like you're removed from the moment of what happened and kind of floating in the room, like having an out-of-body experience. If that's what he was going for, he nailed it because it definitely has that effect. Once I heard the finished version and then I woke up in the middle of the night, like, oh, I know what the video needs to be. So we shot that last week and it'll be out this week. It's simple, but powerful. So once I had all those pieces, I'm like, I have to put it out and let this see the light of day. And I'm confident that people, once they hear it and they see your video and they're able to reflect on it, you're going to help a lot of people who've gone through a similar experience see the light of day and know that they are okay. Oh, and that even rhymes. Well, I hope that's the case. I mean this in a really beautiful way. And I think you understand it's not my responsibility to help or heal others. Why didn't you speak up sooner? Or why are you not coming out with details or this, that? Like none of that is my responsibility. And that's how organically then those things I think will happen because by me taking care of myself first through this whole process and having no expectation of this song outside of writing it because I need to get it out and not let it sit inside of me. It divinely has, is, will become what it needs to be that healing piece, hopefully to help people in the world out there. And I think because I didn't have that intention from the beginning, that's why I was able to write so much more profoundly from a very personal space without considering anything outside of my own healing. So how it can be a little more specific piece for the people down the road. That makes sense. It does. And I think you can relate to this. Creating something is much like healing. It has its own timetable. I talked about this with another person recently that they worked on a song for two, three years. I know you've had songs like that that you've worked on over a period of time, but you've also had things that have come to you in 20 minutes. Time is kind of a mystery, and time is one of those things that 
time heals wounds and time provides for us to be creative. You took the time to heal. It's still a healing process for you. And you took the time to create this. One of the things I want to compliment you on is that the first version didn't speak like you wanted it to. It brings it back to 40 years ago. Bruce Springsteen released Nebraska in 1982. His first attempt at Nebraska was with the full E Street Band, but the characters got lost. Every once in a while, you'll hear them do a song from Nebraska live, but he chose to do it with an acoustic guitar and a tape. Now, that was a conscious decision that he made that he realized that it wasn't speaking the way it needed to, and you did the same thing. Yeah, that felt like a good kind of power move. Again, it was a way to like kind of deflect from what it needed to be and it needed to go through all those different versions. But like from the writing process, again, this incident for me happened several years ago, but then also in these past few years, outside of that and COVID, a global pandemic, my husband lost his little brother. We went through fertility stuff. We went through adoption. We had two adoptions fall through and then we adopted a child. I mean, this song could be about any one of those scenarios. So when we wrote it, I was at a writing retreat with a bunch of people, including Chris Roberts, who I write with quite often. And he's just a very dear friend of mine. So I trusted him with the responsibility of writing this song with me. And I knew that he and I were scheduled on the first write the next morning. So at dinner the night before, I looked at him and I said, okay, make me write the song tomorrow that I need to write. And he's like, okay. I'll jovial the next morning. He shows up to our write with a cup of coffee and he's like, all right, what are we writing today? And then he saw my face and he's like, oh, what are we writing today? <laughs> Not a drinking song. Well, well, you referenced it in there. It's time to put that drink down. I'm glad you brought up these other things that were happening in your life because some of those, I've gone through fertility and adoption. I know that route. Those are things that I can speak to and I can tell you that now listening to the song, you can apply this song not only to the experience that you went through and others have gone through, but to like you were just talking about having an adoption fall through. Life is tough. It is a challenge to be okay on most days. If you're okay most days, you're lucky. Right. But here's the thing, and the song tells us, whatever's going on in your life, you gotta breathe. Gotta breathe. And I love that get out of my head, get out of my own way, because we just get so caught up in the rotating thoughts in our head. And those thoughts aren't us, that those thoughts are environment and programming and society and everything around us. So if you can remove that and quiet your minds, meditate and pray and just get back to an open space. It's very life changing. One of the things that I'd like to do as we go forward in the series, and we're fortunate enough, we're going to have you back because you have this series of singles we're calling it and now for something completely different because <laughs> remind me of the title of the first one. The last one was I Can Buy My Own Diamond, which is like Latin dance vibes. <laughs> I'm okay is definitely a departure from that. No offense, but our next release, are we dealing with a less heavy topic? Yes, yes. Well, I say that there's a couple. I have to decide which one. We've got a couple in the queue. I have to decide which one I'm putting out next. I have one that was written for my daughter's birth mother. That isn't as heavy on me as it is on her. That's going to be a very heartfelt one. And like I said, we dealt with the loss of my husband's brother. I have a song about that. But I also have a song called Girls Night Out, which is a party song. So I'll try to cover the gamut. So I take you on a roller coaster. No pressure at all. <laughs> and if it's okay with you, as we go through our series here, I want to check back with you on the I'm Okay song and the experience that you're going to have as this song comes out, it gets out in the world, you start to get feedback. Obviously, it's a very important topic. And in general, the idea that being okay is something that we all aspire to every day. 
and we have challenges. So I want to check back with you on how this song is going and yeah. who are you hearing from and how is it inspiring people, if that's all right? Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. I hope I'll have a positive answer for you. <laughs> I'm very confident in that. So as we wrap things up, I want to give you the final word. Any last thoughts you want to share about the experience of bringing this to life and how you're going forward with it? Yeah, I want to say that I am okay and you're okay. We're all okay, ultimately. If anyone's hearing this, reach out to me if you need someone to talk to. I'm obviously at a place where I'm open about talking about stuff I've gone through and being okay. You're not alone. You don't have to hold on to things. Nothing is so difficult that you can't still be loved and share and feel accepted. Body could talk. What you wanna hear? What it's saying? See the toll it's taking. Cause it's taken a lot to find a way through this darkness and hide this heartless and get out of my head, get out of my own way. Tell myself again, but believe it this time It's okay, I'm okay Hard to believe the sun still shines Even when the skies are gray And so I keep waking up Remember to breathe somehow Put my drink down And get out of my head, get out of my own way Tell myself again, but believe it this time It's okay, I'm okay, okay Okay, I'm okay Okay, I'm okay Okay, I'm okay could talk Would you want to hear what it's saying Once again, that's I'm Okay, the latest single from Lindsay Lawler. Now, I hope you guys didn't mind, but this is such a powerful song, and given the conversation that we just had with Lindsay, we felt that I'm Okay needed an encore during this edition of the Liner Notes podcast from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And before we go, we'd like to take this opportunity to thank Lindsay for her time and perspective. 
Also, we really appreciated the opportunity to share I'm Okay and the valuable insights that Lindsay shared with us on this edition of the podcast. And as you guys heard during our conversation, we're looking forward to having Lindsay come back on the Liner Notes podcast to talk about her next release in 2022. And finally, folks, we'd like to thank you once again for choosing to spend part of your day with us. Please check back with us right here for the next episode of Liner Notes on Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo.